Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined once again with Dr. Trina Reed. Hi, Trina. Hi, Steve. Uh, we have a really, um, I don't want to call it a hot topic, but it's a topic where we get tons of inquiry, uh, whether it's like search terms or people writing in, um, and it's online porn. And um, I'm just going to read a, a, a brief version of a question that we received from one of our readers, and we'll, uh, we'll take the questions from there. And so the reader is Lisa, and I won't, <laughs> I won't divulge her full name here, but she said, would you consider someone who watches porn online during the day and night every day an addict? And then she also goes on to say, uh, this person, uh, it's her husband, has also sworn he would not watch it any longer, but has lied on many occasions. Uh, he deletes it in his history and uh, deletes it in the recycling bin to get rid of the evidence. And uh, the problem goes a little bit further here because it says uh, we no longer have a sex life on our, of our own, um, but he definitely needs to watch porn. And then she pleads for help. So. Yeah, and I and I unfortunately I would say that Lisa's situation isn't uncommon uh, either, and that's the sad thing about it. Um, let me let me get the first question out of the way here, which is. Is there such a thing as sexual addiction? Yeah, you know, there are two. Right now, sex addiction is a very new uh, topic, and it's been picked up by the media. And uh, there are two camps. There, the one camp believes that there's uh, such thing as sex addiction, and there's the other camp who believes that there's no such thing as sex addiction. And I'm in the camp that doesn't believe in sex addiction, uh, simply because the DSM, which is what psychiatrists and therapists go by to say, you know, here's a, a problem, so the DSM-4, it hasn't been studied and it's not in the DSM-4. There's no real parameters on what makes up a sex addiction. That said, there's certainly behaviors that are obsessive-compulsive where it is absolutely detrimental and can destroy a marriage. And, and obviously when a person has obsessive-compulsive behaviors around sex, uh, to the detriment of the relationship, it is it is harmful. The problem I have with the, the, the term sex addiction is that people, you know, I've, I've already started to have wives, not necessarily men, but wives saying to me, oh, my husband wants sex every day of the week. He's a sex addict. And he's, they're starting to use that term um, in a very incorrect way. It's a very serious problem. And, and people are just throwing it around like it's, you know, not a big deal. And so I would say in this case with, with Lisa's husband, he's from the, from the short email that she sent, it's definitely an obsessive compulsive behavior because it's starting to be a detriment to their relationship. Sure. Okay. Now, um, I guess what is the line between looking at online porn, um, from just looking and having it become a harmless act that needs to, uh, be resolved? Um, 
Well, Marty Klein, or a who is, act, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, no, no. So Marty Klein, who is uh, one of my favorite sex therapists, he says, you know, um, the 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 line in the sand is when a when a person is looking at porn online, and they have a partner who is in the bedroom, willing, wanting, and ready to have sex with them. That's probably the line in the sand. But, I, you know, I need to clarify this, Steve. Um, porn very much is demonized in our society. Uh, you know, to, to look at nudie pictures of women, uh, you know, a lot of women say that women are being subject, subjugated and um, it's just not, it's just a nasty thing for, for, for men to do. Now, I would say that... Um, looking at nude pictures of women, men are visual creatures. They they like to look at nude women. It's you know since the caveman days, um, you know there's cave drawings of nudie women. It's just something men like to do. On on the other hand, women love to read erotica, and I you can go into your local bookstore and pick up uh, an erotic book, and it's got some really really steamy things in it. And yet it is considered okay to read the erotica. It's a lot more acceptable to read erotica than it is to look at nudie pictures on the uh, Internet. So if your guy is once in a while pulling up some nudie pictures, perhaps he's masturbating, which women get all wacky about too because they feel that um, this is something to be, you know, they're being cheated on. You know, men aren't allowed to have that kind of pleasure. Um, you know, I, I find that that's pretty harmless. However, in this situation with this fellow, he is, he is starting to get into, um, he's, he's crossed the line. He's no longer paying attention to the relationship. Um, he's, he's obsessing about it. And that's when this, this, this couple um, needs to start looking at, uh, you know, uh, finding a therapist or somebody to help them through their situation. Yeah, also the fact that he's hiding it from her and lying about it. Well, I mean, that, you know, it's a break in trust. So, yes, we're dealing with, you know, him looking, obsessing about porn. But there's also the other area, as you say, Steve, where there's lies, trust is broken. Um, you know, so they're having to repair other stuff other than just porn. Sure. And... For, for this woman, for Lisa, what can she do to, to help out in her situation? Well, I think she needs to sit down with him and say, uh, and I bet you they really haven't had a proactive conversation about this. You know, she, she um, probably is complaining to everybody else and not to him. And, she, and so I think it's important for her to sit down and, and say to him, the impact on me with this situation is I don't feel loved, I can't trust you, it's really eating away at me, and, and just have that good productive conversation and to let him know, because a lot of times, instead of that productive conversation, accusations and hurt and fear and frustration are thrown at the person, and there's there's no chance for a dialogue, because there's, you know, a lot of people don't know how to work through this so she needs to sit down and have that conversation and if he's not responding this is this is the time for her to go and um seek out counseling you know to work through her issues to get strong and to you know to get her sensibilities back 
so that she can deal with it better. Because right now, it sounds to me like uh, this is really eating away at her self-esteem. Because he wants the porn, he doesn't want her, and, and she feels very rejected, obviously. Okay. And, and you know, concluding her uh, write-in to us, she talked about how uh, they no longer have a sex life. Um, can they regain a healthy sex life, and what do they need to do to get to that stage? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would say the only way for them right at this point to get their healthy sex life back, I'm going to say this one more time, Steve, is to go talk to a counselor. There are some situations yeah. <laughs> like this situation where you're so knee-deep in uh, negative feelings between the two of you, you have to seek out a therapist or a counselor and have that, or, you know, if you, or if you're religious, have, you know, um, or your pastor or some third person mediator to come in and help sort through this dirty laundry. And if they can regain their sex life back, they have a healthy sex life. They just both have to want it. They both have to work towards it. And it's not going to be instantaneous. So if he's been having this behavior for three or four years, mm -hmm. um, it's probably going to take at least a year of um, working through this situation and probably another year. And most couples, they want instant gratification, get really frustrated. And this is the point where they say, well, we have to go on our separate ways. And sometimes that is the best, but a lot of times it's uh, unnecessary to get divorced. You know, it's just a matter of being open to working through this situation with somebody else. Yeah. And, and you know, you said seek counseling. Um, what kind of a counselor would you recommend? Somebody like yourself with like the the sex doctorate um, or more like a marriage counselor or does it just do you just need like a third party involved I would say um, always get somebody who's qualified you can go to asect.org a-a-s-e-c-t.org that's the American Association for uh, Society for Educators Counselors and Therapists and so it has a list of of different different therapists and the biggest thing about finding somebody to help you is to make sure they are a good fit personality wise so you can um, if you trust them and you can open up to them and, and you well, like them you know, or just can work with them that's the biggest thing I, I recently had a colleague of mine she and her husband were going through uh, some difficulties I recommended a therapist to them the therapist didn't work out I recommend I had to recommend up to six therapists before they found one that actually worked for them and kudos to that couple because a lot of people after two or three therapists would just throw up their hands and say well it's not working sometimes to find a fit for two the both of you it's going to take a little while to yeah. find or a couple of people so don't give up you know just make sure you think about the end result which is creating a, a healthy stable marriage okay um well thank you that was Terrific advice, Trina. Um, I, Lisa, I hope this helps. And uh, for everybody else out there, um, you know, keep your questions coming in. We'll try to address as many as possible. Uh, Trina, that's going to do it for us. So thank you very much for your time. My pleasure, Steve. And uh, everybody else out there, you can, of course, uh, see all of Trina's stuff on hitchedmag.com, all of her articles. Um, also, Trina has a book coming out, uh, Till Sex Do Us Part. And uh, Trina, didn't you just recently relaunch your website? Yeah, I, I have a brand new website called Best Sex Tips.
ever.com and that has podcasts from you and me and some others and uh, the Till Sex Do Us Part website will be up momentarily. Okay, so everybody uh, make sure you check that out and uh, that's going to do it for us. Until next time, everybody. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires